Uh, yeah, but overall, I think it's just an impressive feat to get people to care about figure skating without the Olympics, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, definitely the characters, the 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 very, the, the tried-and-true methods of the, the male rivalry mm-hmm. um, really propel it to a new, uh, to a new height. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I hesitate to say groundbreaking, no, but I, mean, uh, I, mean the, I think that... The homoeroticism, yeah. as we've said before, it's riding that line between text and subtext, and mostly mm-hmm. successfully. I think so, yeah. I, I If you were trying to hype me on a sport, and also on homosexual mm-hmm. uh, relationships in mainstream media, I don't think that you could do better than this property. Yeah, and you know, seeing an athlete at the end of their career come back to show that they still got it, got what it takes, mm-hmm. that's heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, very much. And the musical choices, the choreography, they, they provide the punch to those emotional climaxes. I just, you know, it really hits you during during that finale. Agreed. Seeing them lay it all out there on the ice. Yeah, this that, this this was a this was a great watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone, go check out Blades of Glory. Um, Overall, great movie. one of the best Will Ferrell movies. John Heater definitely playing a great uh, counterpoint to his uh, to 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 that. Flash uh, Gordon got me to care about. I got Flash Gordon. <laughs> got me to care about figure skating. Mm-hmm. Can you hear my heartbeat? Tired of feeling never enough. I close my eyes and tell myself that my dreams will come true yeah just been kind of enjoying this this past week of of doing nothing and living it living it up yeah that's kind of my every week now yeah uh this one especially though because uh just dog yeah yeah Yeah, those tend to take a they, they pull focus to use stage terms uh, I love it when you use stage terms. I really feel like I'm part of the theater. It's like when you're in improv and a famous celebrity comes on stage and like, okay, now your role as an improviser is to make them look good because that's what the audience wants. It's like, is this, okay, is he Macbeth? Yeah, well, that's not really improv. That's that's <laughs> a rather famous play. Is, the, is this guy Macbeth? I am Macbeth. <laughs> no, I am Macbeth. <laughs> How how much of the plot of Macbeth do you think you could uh, communicate to somebody correct? Gun to your head. Gun to my head. It, it doesn't have to be in order, but everything that you say about it has to be at least 80% true. There's witches and it's a tragedy. Yeah. That's about all I remember from Macbeth. Yeah, you're thinking of, uh, of any Disney movie. Mm. Wasn't that the first one with the three witches, though? I'm pretty sure. With the cauldron? Yeah, yeah. Boils, bubbles, newts, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that much I remember. And the villain was uh, Lady Macbeth. Well, they they were all the villain. It's about the corruption of power. Okay. But I'm pretty sure the biggest villain was Lady Macbeth. Because she, she... Let's see. I'm pretty sure... Lady Macbeth asked the witches to do done crimes to Mr. Macbeth. Uh, not, not, you, you've gone off the rails a little bit. Let's take ourselves okay. back to, to 16th century England. <laughs> she was the villain because she was a woman, right? 
I understand that. That's baseline. <laughs> that's that's how that works. I understand that that's the baseline, but I'm I'm pretty sure that the witches were also acting in her, on her behest. No, uh, absolutely not. No, okay. I'm I miss I'm misunderstanding. In fact, if that. there is one moral, if if there's one like common thread plot line to Macbeth, it's that those two forces were working in complete opposition. Oh, cool. Okay then. <laughs> but they're all women. Yeah, so they they be shopping. So just to quote Nick. Uh, welcome everyone to the Carton Cast. My name is Ben. My name is Zane. And this is the podcast where we review old cartoons to see what we think of them as adults uh, or newish cartoons. This one's pretty recent. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, our formula has no one racing. Has uh, no bounds. Yeah. And Zane, what are we watching today? Well, today we are watching Yuri on Ice. Uh, the Carton Cast is saving its good analysis for the second half of the episode for more points. Mm, that's pretty good. I I was thinking you're uh, the Carton Cast Agape or the Carton Cast Eros. Mm, yeah. I, I think I would have to, of course, do Eros, you know, playing against type, getting a little risque with my flamenco dancing. Yeah, and me doing Agape, a man who has never felt emotion. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, I yeah. mean, it's, it's uh, so this, this was... Um... Can you actually do flamenco dance? What, like as a man or me personally? You personally. Oh, no. No, that's oh, not one of my it, many skills. My friend Mark knows how to, I think, or at least took some like salsa dancing and maybe that, you know, there's some, some commonality between them. I think that um, you seem like the type who would be good at it. Thank you. It, it seems like the kind of thing that's very easy to learn how to look like you are doing it, but very hard to actually do. Especially because like not people, unless you are like, watching a lot of a very particular kind of media you probably don't know what a man doing sexy dancing is supposed to look like and i've done enough swing dancing where like i know how to look better that than most of the people decidedly non-sexy who don't well i mean the 20s it was a dark decidedly, time decidedly <laughs> i under well yeah sex was hard to come by in the great depression <laughs> yeah and no they, one no one was getting down yeah <laughs> Uh, Can you yeah. imagine what it would be like to live in an era where no one had the uh, no one had the financial security to uh, commit to bearing children? Yeah, yeah. With no, the no rising tide to... of fascism across the pond, and you know, so wild, yeah, very, various other crises. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh... <laughs> but for a fun romp, <laughs> you know, it's actually funny you should mention because uh, this this show Yuri on Ice ran in 2016. Uh, on Crunchyroll and Funimation. And uh, a lot of the reason that it became very popular was people saw it as a like good, wholesome romp distraction from everything else that happened in 2016. Um, it was directed by Sayo Yamamoto, uh, who also directed a series focused on Fujiko, the femme fatale from the Lupin series. Oh. And uh, it, it won a number of awards that year, uh, uh, the Crunchy War- Crunchyroll Anime Awards, uh, and it won Best Animation over Mob Psycho 100. That's uh, which, insane. It surprised a lot of people, and it you know they That's looked into it's, it. It's it's wrong. It's an it, incorrect thing to <laughs> claim. Now I agree with you with the benefit of hindsight. Oh, okay, we can all agree award shows are dumb. They should be on a five year delay to see what actually matters. Uh, all the only part of that that I read uh, from Wikipedia was that uh, Yuri P or no Yuri K got uh, best boy. I best think? boy. Uh, that's an important award. He's a good boy. I, I would in <laughs> fact like that for that to be the only award. Right in uh, my heart. 
in any kind of Academy Award or <laughs> yeah, Oscar, right. just Best Boy and nothing else. Like they it's, do the whole two-hour, you know, intro sequence. Uh huh. Seth Rogen doing a sh- uh-huh. doing a spiel. They do. They do the spiel. Then they do. Let's get to the awards, Best Boy, and then they immediately start the wrap up. Isn't Best Boy a thing like in Hollywood? Like, isn't that a term for a job? That doesn't sound good. Uh, well, you know, you got Best Boy, <laughs> you got Grip. I don't. I don't know these industry terms. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize that you were homeless on the, the streets of L.A. for three months at one point in your life, oh, and just picked up all this. Where do you think I learned how to swing dance? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So uh, there doesn't appear to be any sort of rigging the vote in in those awards. Um, I think the problem is that anime nerds didn't realize that a show that appeals to women may be successful in a medium which doesn't normally cater to them. Yeah, this is known as the Odagiri effect. I'm so glad uh, you saw this too. <laughs> yes, the Odagiri effect, uh, named for a person I do not know in a show I do not understand. It's a Sentai it's, show. It's aimed it's at a, children. It's, when there is lots of pretty boys in a show that is not trying specifically to get that, you know, panty drenching effect, uh, yeah. but it just kind of happens. Yeah, a show with attractive men has a surprising fan base of thirsty women. It it seems seems that way, mm-hmm. uh, which is not not unreasonable given how this show looks and moves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this show was actually there's there's a, a good amount of uh, interesting production history on it. It's profa- praised by professional figure skaters, and some of them, you know, helped in the choreography of the making of this mm-hmm. and also in turn used some of the music from Yuri on ice in their own figure skating performances. I think that's great. Yeah. That's very cool. A little cross media uh, promotion. It was of course well received in Japan for, you know, uh, thirsty reasons primarily, but also because <laughs> it's pretty good animation uh, and eventually became popular in the USA uh, in 2017. Mm-hmm. And censorship ben, you know, played a part here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially in the dubbing, of course, uh, you're going to get certain studios who have tighter restrictions, uh, particularly because there is homosexual attraction. Mm-hmm. So yep. you would have scenes like The Kiss, wherein, you know, the blocking is such that you can't actually see the lips touch. And you want to see the lips touch. I would we know like what to we're see here the, for. It's kind of like what happened in Sailor Moon, where like two of the sailors who were obviously lesbian lovers mm-hmm. uh, were just said to be very good friends. On right? Yeah. <laughs> pretty frequent. Okay. It's oh, no, kind of like that. This is my like, coach. Yes. Th- He's there grooming is me for space, success. There's enough space here to read their relationship as platonic. If you're an idiot. <laughs> if you if you lack any ability to read subtext mm-hmm. yes we, it's same thing in arcane that we saw right like yeah there's there's no <laughs> they're sitting I mean, they're sitting on a bed staring longingly into each other's eyes it can yes. mean one thing and one thing only yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty brazen uh in this now ben you mentioned that this uh is about figure skating and had some help from actual figure skaters mm-hmm. i i have some figure skating facts uh that I'm, i'll just pepper in throughout the show oh wonderful that's great <laughs> I was, I was hoping you would. Um, so I'll just 
This Third. show didn't tell me anything about figure skating, oh, so boy, I would there's love, a lot here. <laughs> I would love to hear something. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot about this show that like you're not here for the skating. It's a nice spectacle. It it animes well, um, but it's uh-huh. not what you're here for. Yes. So uh, ice skating uh, has existed for centuries, but modern ice skating and figure skating dates back to the 1770s when Robert Jones wrote a treatise on skating which established the proper rules for English skating. Uh, And these were too constricting to allow for broad expression or technical demonstrations. Huh. So then... Is this like a a Queensbury effect? uh, Yeah, kind of. Actually, speaking of Queensbury, this guy was... A (laughs) Marth. This guy was the biggest, like, uh, uh, gay sex scandal guy until Oscar Wilde. They were like, oh, he was the Oscar Wilde of his time. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, go and look that up. It's weird. Um, you got it. So then, in 1864, in the United States, when nothing else was going on, uh, a ballet dancer named Jackson Haynes introduced fluidity, grace, and music to his performances in what would become known as the international style, uh, which they didn't like that much in the U.S., but Europe loved it. Yeah, of course. But then, uh, and so that's kind of how the sport existed for about 100 years. And then... After World War II, you might remember Europe was uh, ish, a shambles. I, uh, hey, man, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I don't want to <laughs> cast here for history. Yeah, um, I don't. <laughs> after World War II, the U.S. and Canada had a dominant role in competitions, uh, presumably because ice rinks are not high on the rebuilding priority list. Mm. But the, then the entire U.S. team died in a plane crash in 1961. And after that... Wow. Russia went on to have the most dominant performance in pairs skating, where they took Olympic gold from 1964 to 2006. Whoo! Wow, that's um, that's quite the and it, it is the most suppo- dominant Olympic run. <laughs> yeah, now that's that's, that's pairs skating. That's not ice dance. That's not that's uh, curiously. Yeah, that's curiously <laughs> oh, you dominant. Don't, you, you, you don't think? <laughs> I don't know, man. Who was flying the, that day? <laughs> what did they were, were they flying over Russia airspace? I'm just saying. I, I just believe it was questions. the big bopper who was flying that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, um, so that's yeah, so that's, like, some that's useful history. context. That's useful context for the show because the best skater in the figure skater in the world in the Yuri on Ice universe is uh, this uh, Russian skater, mm-hmm. and now that makes more sense. Yeah. And yep. it, I guess it also, my only other cultural touchstone for figure skating, Blades of Glory, uh, the fact that, that, like, doesn't it take place in Russia or there's, like, a big Russian thing going on I mean, on if you're going to have the villains, I think they were Scandinavian. Um, uh, the villains, yes. But, like, I, uh, when they were talking about the Iron Lotus, I think they were referring yeah, specifically yeah. to something. I, I'm almost certain that Russia played a factor in that show. F- figure skating movie. is one of those, like, Russian sports, like ballet, where, like, they take it way more seriously than anyone else. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, gymnastics. To prove their dominance. Yeah. Um, kind of like Jamaicans with a bobsled. Racing. And you mentioned, you know, one of the main characters, two of them actually are, are Russian, and one of them is Japanese. I liked the the international approach overall, um, but I thought it was interesting, you know, that sort of competitiveness between Russia and Japan. My other idea for the intro was Teddy Roosevelt negotiating a peace between the skaters of Russia and Japan, much as he did in 1905, where he won the Peace Prize. That's not bad. Uh, I, I could see this as kind of a Queen's Gambit. This is a... Uh-huh. This is kind of a um, cat's paw. A what? Cat's paw. You're you're using a um. Oh, cat's paw. 
I thought you you said like nest pas, like cat, uh, some sort of French term. A cat yeah. spa. Have you ever been? They're lovely. <laughs> I've rocked one. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I was thinking it would. It, it kind of felt as like it could have been like a cat's paw kind of U.S. versus or Japan versus Russia. Mm-hmm. You know, this is why the you know the governments are interested is because it's the public face of a much broader conflict. But you you get a really sense come of a much, it's very nationalistic much for for some of them. Like the guy from Kazakhstan, where it's like I'm proving that Kazakhstan exists, and we're like, good for you, buddy. Yeah, I'm glad 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 you have something that isn't Borat. Um, <laughs> um, now I have to ask: Did you watch the sub or the dub? I watched the dub. I really liked the Russian dubs, the like the the, the voices for the Russian <laughs> people. Now this is interesting. So so I first watched this uh, a couple years ago, and I watched uh, or or last year, and I watched the sub, and I thought that was really good. Mm-hmm. And on rewatching it, I watched the dub, and I. It really didn't hit me well. I thought that the performances were broad. I thought they were too stage play-y. And the fake Russian accents were really distracting to me. I thought it limited the, the main character's dramatic range. I I can see the argument there. I posit that I wasn't bothered by it for the reason... And it might be... This, this might be a chicken and egg thing. This is... These are some of the blandest characters mm-hmm. that I have ever seen. Yeah. They are so boring. Yeah. I I got almost nothing from them. And like given the flamboyancy of the characters, like the very high <laughs> energy either anxiety or proud gay identity given mm-hmm. the two main leads, I was amazed by how little depth there was to either of them. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that is a reflection of the voice performance in the dub and maybe it was better in the sub i i couldn't care less about these people Mm -hmm. i i thought yuri especially was a lot cuter in the sub but um yeah they're not really we're not spending the time with them in non-skating situations where we can see a full personality develop everything's through the lens of skating not even like it's it's through (laughs) the it's through the lens of relationship with skating being a convenient excuse Mm -hmm. like uh, victor in the like the last two episodes goes through the whole should i return to skating or not that's not mentioned for 10 episodes Mm -hmm. yeah he's not even considering it as far as we can tell as far as we can tell like there's there's no indication that that's going to be a sticking point or some dramatic moment and then they just fucking drop it on us Mm -hmm. as the big culmination of the series kind of choice and i'm like this had no (laughs) build-up yeah Uh, emotions come and go it's very it's it's fickle soap opera yeah it's like a a soap opera um yeah so i i found that the dub did not bother me because i was already watching with one ear yeah, I mean, see, I, I I think for me, the sub works in a show like this where there are a lot of still shots where people are just kind of feeling things because I'm spending half the time reading and it doesn't, like, drag on. Um, but that's in between the skating where, like, you're going to be looking at the movement anyway. I'm going to tell you something. When I watched this show, I mm-hmm. watched the first episode without playing any games. I watched the second episode and I got halfway through and I started playing a game. I watched the third episode, and it was mostly looking at the game screen, 
<laughs> and then when they were going to do a skating performance, I watched it. Yeah. And then I went back to the game screen afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you had this experience. I thought that the only part of the show that popped was the skating sequences and everything else looks like shit in comparison. <laughs> I think I, it, I think that this show legitimately is pretty boring and bland other than the skating sequences. I I half agree with you because I think uh the emotional like connections that they try to show and the never it's before puppy love. seen like the kind They're, of there's no, there's no depth to the relationships. There it's isn't, but I, I, I'm not expecting much. You know, anime, did, I don't did you tend get, to, to care here's that another, much. Here's another feeling I got, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I had to get this point yeah, out because yeah. I'm interested to see if you... Did you get the feeling like this was a Euro trip romance for them? Like this felt Kinda. like a summer relationship that they're squeezing all the juice out of while it's while it's there and they're gonna kind of stop it at the end you would think that in that case they would show us the most significant romantic moments between them because Mm. plot wise they're spending eight months together in pretty close proximity right it's not just a summer thing right but But the the feeling of a (laughs) of a europe of the of a like a europe romance or something yeah we don't see a ton of moments like that right and and part of it is because they're trying to to you know balance between being uh clearly a a homo romantic relationship and also not get you know censors on them They're, they're they're walking that fine line and it makes it feel that sort of hollow thing where the only way they they can get away with it is to only show those moments without the context of an actual romantic relationship. Yeah, I I don't know if I agree with that. Like, I don't feel like it was terribly censored the way it came across. I I guess what I mean is... There could have been a couple of moments that were less uh, vague, but for the most part, all the important moments, like the kiss, that mm-hmm. still hits with the weight of a kiss in right. a romantic arc. They buy engagement rings for fuck's sake. Everyone treats it like a marriage proposal, even if they are like tsundere about it or whatever. Yeah, like it, it, it. They're not really hiding that much of it. So I don't know. It doesn't I, feel like that. I the think case it's. To me. I think it's tricky because, and I think what you're hitting on is, you know, the puppy love aspect of it where they're idolizing the other person it it's not like that when they are focused on skating right victor's like oh i am going to give you this choreography or oh i know exactly what you need as a coach you know i need to push here i need to pull here oh man support you oh, here man. push you oh, here man. like i i have a lot of i have he, a lot of feelings about victor's of, treatment victor is thinking of yuri as a person when he's, he's doing skate thinking stuff thinking of yuri as a mark um <laughs> Yeah, it, I have a lot of complicated feelings about uh, about Victor in this. Yeah, but I, but I agree, you know, there is not a lot of space for them to develop emotionally. I will um, say it's pretty obvious that it's not merely physical affection or puppy no. love. Like, they, they have common interests, and they are viewing figure skating through the same lens. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I think that there is enough platonic commonality to where the relationship isn't completely bereft of meaning. Sure. <laughs> just, it just, it, it doesn't really give us enough for me to care. 
they the the show makes us assume that there is a lot more like small intimate growth moments yes. in between the shots it leaves a lot of the romance in the gutter and i i think that that might be necessary for a show that is focusing on the spectacle moments as much as they are yeah we needed uh, to spend more time watching jj jj is fascinatingly bad <laughs> As, as I mean, like, in a roster of characters I don't care about, I could not believe that they were giving us a flashback. Where he's, um, where he is, uh, dressed like Eric Cartman, funnily enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I get the feeling like this show didn't really know where it needed to put focus if they mm-hmm. were trying to do the romance angle. Yeah. It, because the way it feels to me is that the, is that the, um is that the budget was put so much toward the skating sequences and the plot was not at all concerned with the skating sequences. And that's a very unwieldy beast. Yeah, it's it's almost like they didn't intersect, right? We, we had this with Big O. You got two shows and they, they were not talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a show that did this better that came out recently is uh, Skate the Infinity, which also has a, you know subtext romantic plot between two good skatey boys um they they uh you know they're doing downhill skateboarding and one of the guys not from here he's used to snowboarding and his buddy is getting jealous that he's getting too good at it and they race downhill against dio um or the guy who voices dio anyway all right thank you and there you know it's clearly that the the skateboarding is an expression of themselves, right? They are both reaching toward uh, greatness or just fun together, and their bond is growing because of it. You see them training together. You see them, uh, you know, both during the on active points and the off, you know, resting points, spending a lot of time with each other and growing that bond. Whereas yeah. here, you know, it's <clears throat> okay. We're training. We're training for the big show. We're training for the big event. Yuri's training by himself and occasionally gets a word from Victor. Uh, we're at the big event. Yuri's in his own head and gets a word from Victor. Mm-hmm. The performance itself, Yuri's performing with an occasional glance to Victor. Afterward, Victor says a couple things and we, we move on to the next thing. Like, And then we get a whole episode where they're just chatting. Yeah, I, I think that the... I, I watched a little Escape the Infinity and I agree that it does a better job of integrating the sport and the interpersonal relationship mm-hmm. uh this show just felt like it really wasn't doing it uh they, they just feel like different like there there is some interconnectivity between the skating and the relationship between what's his face and victor uh but there isn't really it's it's tenuous at best um and i guess uh, like, this is a good part to good time to talk about uh, what's his face himself uh mm-hmm. let's talk about the characters Sure. Such as they are. Uh, we've got Yori K. Uh, Ka- 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 Kalinsky? Casanova? What was his name? Kaczynski? What is Yuri, it? Yuri, Yuri Plisetsky and Yuri Kosky. Kosky. Kosky, yes. yeah. Yuri Kosky, okay. our Japanese skater, who uh, he's kind of 
over the hill for a skater. He's an old, elderly, 23 years old. Yes. And basically, he's he's really talented. He's done well. He's gotten it to the finals before, but he chokes, right? He lacks no self-confidence. Confidence. He lacks self-confidence. He's got bad anxiety problems. I've seen it lauded as a very good depiction of an unreliable narrator because of his anxiety mm-hmm. issues. Yeah, when, um, when he's feeling low, he is depicted in the art uh, as very fat and, you know, uh, kind of chibi-ish almost. It's it's actually kind of a cool piece of uh, animation shorthand is that uh, there's a lot of chibi bullshit going on early on. And then as he gets more confident, that becomes less uh, that becomes less apparent. It, he becomes more of a dramatically drawn person. Yeah, we, we turn up the thirst dial a bit. Yes, <laughs> a bit. Uh, yeah, and he's a Spider-Man. Uh, but for being gay is my note <laughs> Now, there's a lot of... Please do not Google that. Um, <laughs> what do you mean by that? Which which part of Spider-Man do you mean? Uh, I mean the, the whole uh, superpower, superhero thing as a metaphor for uh, puberty and growing up. Okay. And, uh, you know, so his anxieties about being a gay person, I think... Or, or at least just being a romantic person or letting himself open to other people. Whatever needs to be on ascribed to the, him the, as what the, his anxieties are. They come the, out in the skating. That's what I mean. Okay. The, the only, you know, kind of the only personal outlet he's had is with Victor, right? His whole life has been skating. We show that he used to crush on, you know, this, this girl who went to, to go up and marry his, uh, marry his former bully. You know, so I don't know if it's specifically that he's gay so much as he's finally found a person that he does care for in a romantic way. Um, but he only, you know, his whole life has been skating. That's really the only way he knows how to process his feelings. Yeah, and that's fine. Like, I feel like 23 is a little old for that, but like everyone <laughs> kind of grows at their well, own he's rate. He's sheltered. Like, he, on his own, he is fine. As a lead, he is very bland. Yeah, uh, I mean, me. we, we don't get a lot to do with him except for reiterate that, like, I'm nervous, I'm not going to do it. No, you can do it, Yuri. And then he does they it, do but not that, perfect. like, three or four times, yeah. The, um, the first three and last three episodes, I think, are really good, and they blend the emotion with the, you know, focus of, of, of the skating and all that. The whole middle section is pretty much a wash. It's it's filler. I'm, I'm very much not into his arc uh, mm-hmm. Just, I've seen it better in other places. Uh, for a good version of this, uh, the show Beck, which is, you know, also based off a of manga, kind of follows the a similar arc of a young man kind of learning his confidence and discovering his sexuality and all that mm-hmm. stuff through his uh, love of singing and guitar. Sure. And I think that that is a lot more nuanced a uh, piece of media than this. You know the so so one of the big thing that happened to him is he he gets Victor his you know this this amazing guy who's won you know a bunch of gold medals to be his coach and Victor comes up with a a choreography for him and it's a very sexual um, you know very provocative oh, ice dance but and and you know that's interesting to see him as a very cloistered uh, personal not romantic person coming to accept that part of himself. But after that happens, we still have to see him do this exact same dance four or five more times. You're burying the lead a bit, because the part of this show that I found the most egregious 
was the 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 character you just mentioned victor i i agree mm. that like it doesn't go any like it doesn't kind of finish anywhere strong um which is frustrating i can can we talk about victor please <laughs> yeah so victor top of the world best figure skater ever he's done all the axles um, yeah it did all the axles all the axles were done by him <laughs> and now, for whatever reason, you know, the, the, the first episode makes you believe, oh, he saw Yuri perform his, you know, grand uh, uh, performance perfectly, and he got impressed, and he came to go be his coach. We learn in the 10th episode, no, Yuri got really drunk one time and asked him to be his coach. I, I want you to play a, a little game with me. I always okay? hate it when you become Jigsaw. <laughs> Uh, I want you to play a game. This game we kill is, the let's, bat. Uh, you just there's only one thing we that's simple. Here's <laughs> here's what I want you to do. Sure. Imagine a figure skater. They're unsure of themselves, uh, but they have a lot of talent. Sure. And then their idol flies across the country, moves into their house, uh, shows up naked to them the very first time they're you know together. Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine that the skater in question is a girl, mm-hmm. and the coach is a guy. Is any of this appropriate behavior? Now, it's interesting you should mention More this. than 20 years older than them. That's this not, is so fucking predatory. No, he's, he's, he's 27 and he's 23. It's not... 27? No, he was, he was older than that. He was not. Really? To still be figure okay, skating? Maybe- Maybe but I misunderstood. The, it's still a position of authority, and oh yeah. clearly, no doubt. Clearly, uh, Yuri is completely <clears throat> awed by this. Pr- it's 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 it it felt like a rock star taking advantage of a mm-hmm. fan of theirs. Oh me. yeah, baby! I bet you could make it big. I just uh, you know let me let me introduce you to my producer friend. Do a little jam session. So. It's funny you should mention that, actually, because that was the plot of a movie, I believe it's Love on Ice, um, that Hallmark was going to put out. And they announced it in 2017, and everybody was like, you just stole this and straight-washed Yuri. And they were like, no, we we already started filming this. Like, it's not... <laughs> but, you know, the damage was done. So apparently this could be considered romantic by uh, Hallmark, who I believe has a monopoly on love. I haven't looked into that. Uh, it's a plurality, at least. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> but yeah, there's definitely some problems in the way that this is portrayed. He He's... I, I am led to believe that this is within the anime, oh, goofy, goofy, sexy, silly, fun love, like, where it's fine, where we are led to believe that it's fine. In a real-world example, yeah, there'd be a ton of problems here. This is, this is, this is grooming, this is yeah. pure and simple. Ambush them at their door, and now I live with you. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to make you... I, I'm, I'm going to... Okay, so you're going to do your choreography. I want you to tell me about how badly you want to fuck me <laughs> every time you practice. Like, it's just... It's, it's so brazen. And uh-huh. if you had a girl being taught by a guy, this would be never okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, I agree. It, the... It's frustrating that they... Can, they romanticize the power imbalance. Yeah. Well, they, you know, this sometimes happens in relationships in, you know, media where, like, it's okay because it's gay. 
and like therefore like the barrier to treating it as a serious thing is is somehow lessened like a, a kind of a mirror mirror version of like the female teacher taking advantage of the male student yeah where it's not okay but it's played like it's funny uh, yeah. I, 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 it's, it's one of those weird, complicated things because I have read accounts, and I, I have no special knowledge of this, and I might be totally off base. I have read accounts where, like, this is a thing in the gay community where it's, it's not meant to be a power thing, though it may at sometimes be. Where, like, you know, if you've grown up in an environment that has harsh restrictions against gay people. Um, having a slightly older mentor figure kind of show you how to be gay is not an unheard of thing. It's one of those like nuanced, you know, is it gross? Is it, uh, you know, is it a power imbalance or is it a mentorship kind of thing? This, I don't think, is shown to be that very well. I agree with you. <laughs> they're, they're kind of too enamored of their own anime conventions to do that well. Um, but But it's clear that you know, the mentorship and the affection that they feel for each other is grounded. It's not just Victor taking advantage of him. Yeah. It... I, I think I they sell that, that well hearts, enough. I accept that the heart's in the right place. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, the, Victor is such a bland character other than his predatory grooming behavior that that's all yeah. I got from him. Yeah, there's not a lot going on except that. There's there, <laughs> it's That's the only thing about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, you can argue that, that that's purposeful because yeah. the idea is he sacrificed everything in his life to be the best. That doesn't come up much. Um, right. Yeah, there's just there's not enough to support a, the more complicated relationship that they want to have. Yeah. So it's very simple. And that makes me view it through the prism of predatory. I can definitely see it being predatory from Victor's perspective. I think Yuri is growing and, you know, uh, learning from this experience, but that doesn't make it okay. Um, there, there's an interesting couple of moments when he's doing the uh, arrows dance. So Victor makes two different versions of this choreography and song. Uh, one is Eros and one is Agape. And Agape is given to uh, Yuri's firebrand rival, Yurio, who is the Russian Yuri. And Eros is given to, you know, uh, uh, Japanese Yuri. And it's about this, like, you know, sexy woman who, you know, is doing some seduction stuff. And Yuri can't really feel it and get into it until he performs considering himself to be the beautiful woman rather than pursuing the beautiful woman and I think that was an interesting point of that kind of development I think he was getting a lot from that in his character I legitimately forgot about it until you brought it up because it happened for all of one episode it did that's the issue right we have one episode where the dancing means something and then five where you know he's just, he might he's just, he might land this one he might not <laughs> it's it's not that it's also the fact that all of his quote unquote rivals are somehow even blander than victor except for maybe yuri p i like him i like yuri p again the silly russian accents got did a lot for me <laughs> this, this guy's a real like anime type like firebrand yeah it's naruto <laughs> hi there <laughs> hey, hey, cat guy from uh, Fruits Basket. Yeah, it's it's a lot of that. He's. I like that you don't remember cat guy's name. Oh, it it might also be Yuri. I don't know. <laughs> no, Yuri's <laughs> the other guy, Prince Prince Yuki. Um, yeah. 
Kyo, yeah, Kyo. Chrissy's yelling at me from the other room about okay. that guy. Wait, you can hear me? Oh, she's not going to like any of our opinions. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so, yeah, so Yurio is this um, other Russian skater. He's 15. This is his first time in the Senior Bowl. He is a rival in a show that isn't interested in the rivalry. He which keeps is trying to make it about him, and it's not about him. <laughs> it's just kind of, I mean, like, I could see that developing into something kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't. It he's he's set up like he's going to be a rival to our main boy. He's the Sasuke to our Naruto. Yeah, uh, it doesn't it doesn't get there. So it he ended up just being a slightly more pervasive one off complex like a uh-huh. person for him to try to beat. Who was fun to watch? You know, I liked he had actual emotion. So Yuri, you know Yurio, uh, Russian Yuri. We, we have Yuri K. Learning to be more confident, more sexual. We have Yuri. We, we have Victor, who remarks once that he has spent his whole life doing this and nothing else, and he hasn't learned to relax. And now that he is being a coach, he loves it, and he feels you know like he's living for the first time. That's mm-hmm. already the dynamic where they're coming together that we need to also have Yurio be like. I only knew how to fight and to be the best skater, and now I'm learning how to love myself and those around me. A little bit extraneous. It has it has nothing to do with anything. That it, You can clearly see that these characters are much better fleshed out if you go from the manga. Mm-hmm. I, I think that they were just trying to be too faithful and lost a lot in the shuffle. Um, there just doesn't seem he, to be any more than the most tenuous connection between them. Like the fact that they're both named Yuri one's makes it seem starting like starting out one's almost done. Something you know, important. There's a lot of different. You know, oh, your mom's name is also Martha. It's it's kind of like that. <laughs> it it is a little bit superfluous. Um, Do we want to talk about any of the other quote unquote characters? There's a couple of of it, people that showed up. There, yeah, there really aren't. Um, you know, there was that one kid with the cat tooth thing, and that was there. He was there for all of one episode to teach yeah. Yuri how to be a confident skater for his underclassmen mm-hmm. uh, and there was there was there was uh Pritchett, uh the the tie skater who's Pichet, really yeah. out to to show himself yeah and that was a good bit of multiculturalism the uh the 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 king and i the i am the king something yeah that, the, that, the, that piece the, that he went for the the king and the skater or something you know skate with me it's it's a king and i reference which i yeah. think is illegal in thailand um yeah you know but um, you know, I thought that was—I thought that was pretty cool. You know, showing the—he was fine. Positive sides of patriotism, where people are showing, you know, oh, people from my country can, can compete in this sort of thing. Is you know what—that—that—that's. Yeah, they do the same thing at the Olympics, it has, where it's heartwarming. It has absolutely zero to do with Yuri and Victor yeah. and their relationship. It has yeah. absolute. It's. We spend a lot of episodes like six through nine on other skaters, so I kind of wanted to give them a little bit of of, I, of notice. I have no need to talk about anyone other than Yuri and Victor. They're what about the so dude who wants plastic. to have sex with his own sister? I, I so honestly couldn't even figure out what their relationship was. What about the sexy Swiss guy? Ben, what about Don't JJ? remember him. I remember JJ. <laughs> because he had a song about how great he is. I can rule. Just remember me. I'm the king, 
You know what a good version of this broadcast is, mm-hmm. uh, or at least one that I enjoyed better? Yeah. Is the huge cast of the show Carol and Tuesday. Yeah. Which has kind of a similar thing, wherein it's it's a bunch of different takes on the same art form. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, you know, uh, basically the equivalent of American Idol, but as in all, all of these different music styles interpreted through a bunch of one-off characters. JJ reminds me of Ertigun, who mm-hmm. is like the EDM producer rap, uh, or uh, the EDM guy, like yep. the techno remixer. Sure. Uh, DJ. He's like, I'm the uh, best. Everything's a reflection of my genius. I'm so cool. Yes, that guy. Uh, and I liked Erdogan better. Um, I, I, again, I can't help but imagine that if this was a manga that we would be able to get more and that it was in shrinking it into uh, anime that we just lost too much for it to be interesting. I think I think because they did that split focus thing, right? They introduced these people while they're doing their skating routines, like the most yeah. visually impressive part of the show, and we are getting cuts to backstory about people that we will never see again. And this is why I was playing Monster Train the entire time, <laughs> accepting the dance sequences, mm-hmm. which are, frankly, excellent. Yeah, let's take a minute to talk about the scoring involved. Yeah. So, holy shit, there's a lot of math in this, <laughs> actually. Um, really? Yeah, so, well, it's interesting. This this show focuses on jump elements, right? Um, but for a long time, compulsory figures accounted for 60% of the skater's score. And so ice dancing was, like, super boring to watch, and so they changed this. Um, compulsory mm-hmm. figures is the shapes that the skaters draw on the ice using clean curves. So, like, okay. oh, he's doing a figure eight really well. We give him points versus this very flashy, broad jumping. Gotcha. Kind of like swimming versus diving? Yeah, a little bit. And, okay. and since then, skaters have become more athletic. So... um the way that the scoring works is a technical specialist judges the elements of the move uh, to determine the base value. Then you get a grade of execution between plus and minus five based on how well you do it. And then that goes into a table, which spits out an actual score. Um, okay. So the jump elements... Um, I had no way of gauging... Let me let me tell you something <laughs> to in, intersperse your explanation. Sure. It The show tried... uh, My reference point for coming to this show was homoerotic romance and uh, like so so kind of a sign in sort of coming of age exploration of one's sexuality. That was half Mm -hmm. of it. Other half sports anime. That's the the pool that I'm drawing from. Sure. Uh, One of the main things about a sports anime that they generally do very well is tell you the rules of the sport so that you can be invested when people do things in the sport. They don't do that. Yeah. Ever. I had no idea what the scores meant. I didn't know whether things were good or not. Can you imagine how frustrating it is for everybody in the audience, that being the entire cast of the show, all reacting to a score that I have no context for? (laughs) Right. Oh, he got a double dangle. Is that good? Do we want to Yeah, do we like that? I I couldn't tell. Like, I I had to go from the cues of the audience, Mm -hmm. but that makes it a very uninteresting drama. You know what it reminded me of? 
So the when they are skating, they, they're reusing this animation, right? Because they have to show the same thing again and again. Mm-hmm. And the drama of it is, okay, yes, we, we get to see it once done well and it's cool. Mm-hmm. But the drama is you hold your breath as they go into a big move, right? They're doing a big jump. You, you yes. assume based on general sports knowledge that the more spins in the air they can do, the better. I, I think that that is the case, yes. Um, since they reuse so much of this animation and most of the, like, you know, focus in points are these, like, success-fail, like, binary states. Mm-hmm. Do, do you remember those games with quick time events, like, during during a narrative scene? Oh, yeah. You press the button and you you, 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 you suavely jump over a table, but you fail you it and cla- you crash into the table. And you, and you do, like, a running, you do, like, a, a parkour you, roll to get back onto your feet because you it your didn't side, actually... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That is a matter. very that's a very good way of expressing what is going on. And like so, it is true in certain dramas that you don't have perfect knowledge of that you have to let the the narrator, you have to let the show tell you what is important and what is dramatic. During so so like during Yuri's uh performance during one of his big moves, uh we, we see the whole, you know, dance thing that we've seen before. He goes into a jump. He lands. Oh, but his hand touches the ice. I don't know how bad that is. They tell us that you're not supposed to do that. For Yurio's performance, he they're like, oh, he raised his arm during that part for extra points. That's never I don't come know up what before. that means. <laughs> yeah, never again. Um, they will sometimes say like, oh, he got enough rotations to where that counts, but he put his hand on the ice. I was like, okay, what what's the relative merits of that? I need a little bit more to get invested in yeah. this drama. And there's there's two ways to do this right, right? You can do the haiku route where like, oh, you're explaining, you know, the the main roles of the people. Yeah, the, the mind games, the, the slowdown. And you're only focusing in on the points that matter for character and for the game, right? Yes. Um, the big turnarounds, the big momentum things, the thing where we see the the move for the first time, that's the, and every other point, don't care. Yep. The other way to do this is how they do it in Skate the Infinity, where they say, we're going down this big ramp, there are no rules, just get to the end first, and look cool mm-hmm. doing it. And it's like, that's all I need, because I can judge cool, right? Right, and there is... It's just, it's it's paced. Uh, this is why it's not really a sports anime in any capacity, is because mm-hmm. we don't ever truly inhabit the fan that's supposed to be watching it and getting it. We're watching a soap opera. We're watching people have their emotions at each other, and then somebody tells me whether or not things are good by the end. Right. So um, it, one of the two main time eaters of the show which i enjoyed was the dance sequences but they were the be all end all of that sequence it was just pretty to look at and i had no idea if it mattered or what it meant Mm -hmm. um that that's and that gets you some of the way toward enjoying the show but it's pretty sharply limited yeah so Uh, I, i didn't get much more than that um i'd like to talk a little bit about the actual dance sequences, though. But before that, I do yeah. have... I, I took the time to write down all of these different moves. And looking at it now, it could not be less helpful. So Let, I just want to say... What is a sal cow? A sal cow is when you take off from the back inside edge of one foot and land on the back outside edge of the other foot. 
Yeah, this, I mean, they all look like triple they all, axles they all to look me. Like I jumped, I... I spun around, and I got down. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, like, of course that's all I can do. <laughs> I'm not... A, uh, yeah. I mean, um, I guess, like, in I can kind of give it credit for not putting a lot of explanation into something that maybe doesn't have a lot of territory to run around in. Sure. Maybe maybe focusing on the drama of it, on the soap opera bits of the relationship, of the anxiety. Maybe that is the way to do it. It just makes uh, it a pretty lopsided viewing experience. It does, yeah. You're, it, you're kind it just, of only everything looking... grinds to a halt. You're only <laughs> you know? looking for the quick time events and, you know, the first time you see any given dance, you know, the feeling of it, quote unquote. Yep. So let's talk about these dances. Yeah, the figure skating pieces are all beautiful. As I said... Uh, they had inspiration from actual choreography from, like, uh, figure skaters. It's just shy of rotoscoping. Yeah. Uh, and they used more key animators than any other anime series in that season, in the fall yeah. 2016 season. An average of 48.5 key animators per episode, which is insane. Yeah. How do they get half uh, a guy working on this? Yeah. <laughs> He's just <laughs> using the one hand. What's the other um, hand doing? Here's the really cool part. Each character that was written for was handled by a different key animator. Hmm. So, so the they, they had their style, own special styles, yeah. Yeah, the skating style of each character is different uh, from each other, which is a subtlety that I couldn't tell. It was all just very good animation to me, mm-hmm. but I think that it does lend itself well toward the medium that we have. The, the sure. whole figure skating, it's a dance. A dance is expressing yourself. Everyone expresses themselves differently. All, all the pieces are there. I might have imbibed that subconsciously, you sure, know, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. which is, I think that's, that's pretty cool. It um, is. And it's, it is gorgeous to watch, like legitimately watching Yuri do the, like, like the wink and the, the turnaround and the crossing the arms in the, the sort of oh, self embrace it's, it's enthralling. Thing. It's, that part's it's a great. very, it's a very, uh, very well punctuated piece of, uh, dramatic animation. Sure. So yeah, I, I I think that that it looks excellent. The music is very appropriate. Like as you said, like the patriotism for a country thing, or in Yuri's case, the um the descent into uh you know being groomed to be a Victor's breeder. Um, mm-hmm. you know they're they're you know that whole thing. The music choice fits that. You know, the whole sexual feelings that he and Victor have for each other um, that he has but can't act on that kind of this is the way it can get out. It's very appropriate for that. It's just also sounds great. Uh, The skating sounds were recorded separately. Hmm. Uh, No stock sounds were used because each part sounds different. And (laughs) no, it's it's so weird to me where like the show doesn't go into skating enough for a casual viewer and has all these little details for a skating expert right But like there's no way that this show is for figure skaters right no no i mean it's it's, if you if you know anything about figure skating you're probably having a real good time but yeah, yeah it's it's for a much broader audience what i thought was cool is that um no footage of professional skaters was used because the music in the programs normally muffle the sounds. Oh. And so they, you had to record them on a different track. And then they were changed to match the venue. That's, so that's a lot of work. The, 
depending on the audience, depending on the acoustics, the sound effects are going to be different. But the music, that's going to be the same. And they, they couldn't afford an extra writer to make sure the anime, oh, I saw you naked in a hot springs didn't happen? I, it's it's <laughs> kind of fascinating how lopsided this show is. Like, they clearly only care about the figure skating as animators. Right. Which, granted, that is where we should be seeing the animation. I, just, I feel like every part of this show that isn't the animation of, of the dance sequences is very weak. Yeah. Um, and the fact that we see those dance yeah. sequences, the same ones again and again, made rewatching it a bit of a slog. I didn't find that. I thought that they were still beautiful. Like on the on the rewatch for me, oh, those sure, first you're coming three, through it another those time. first three and last three episodes with the emotional core, those were good. Mm. Uh, but everything else was, yeah, I I couldn't focus. And you know this 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 does get a bit of a bump because it is. Uh, about as textual as you can get to uh, homoeroticism in a mainstream anime. I, I want to point out a couple of lines that really show you how that they are uh, portraying this. Yes, go for it. Yuri, I really want to kiss that gold medal. Yeah, and licking his lips. Yes, it's, it's with, insane. Or, with this ring, I ask that you show me the skating you most want me to see. Like, y- it's through yeah. the lens of skating... But otherwise, could not be more overt. Yeah, it's very, it's very sexual. Mm-hmm. And credit where credit is due, it is hard to write gay characters in media because there is a lot of bias from people going in that mm-hmm. simply is less obvious for straight pairings because sure. it's so saturated in the medium. So, so you do have to thread a bunch of needles in order to make a relationship real. And I've seen people online saying like, "This is a good." De- depiction of a relation of a homoerotic relationship i could not find that to be less true <laughs> uh they're just very plastic uh ken dolls kind of smashing on each other to me mm-hmm. uh, but i i do have to give it credit as they're trying to do a gay relationship uh and i like every little bit of um of representation is good sure this is not destructive it's just kind of empty yeah, it's it's not a uh, it's not an unqualified win. There's a, there's an asterisk next to this uh, gold medal mark. Yeah, yeah. It just I don't know, man. I I, I felt very conflicted about this entire property because I've seen it like uh, U.S. went ape shit over it. You know, a few yeah. years back, they they like everyone kind of glommed onto it, especially the female viewership. And I can see why they're very pretty boys. I don't have zero appreciation for pretty boys. There, there's a uh, new you know pole dancing scene. That's or close to faci- it. It's very fascinating <laughs> that that happened. Um, I just every other part of my brain that appreciates anime couldn't grip onto anything. I, it's not a sports anime. It's kind of a bad drama. The supporting cast is nearly non-existent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really, all you're left with is good dance sequences and the fact that there's a gay relationship for the novelty. Sure. Uh, and I, I don't know, man. Do, do, I, I, I get the feeling like you have more appreciation for it than that, but I don't know where it comes in. Um, I, I think, you know, I viewed it as part of a larger assumed emotional experience because, you know, the, the, the classic, you know, love interest arc in anime for, for competitive sports kind of stuff is, you know, first your rivals, 
and then now you've got the mentor mentee you're trying to learn what you can from them and then you become partners and those that first and last step was really only hinted at we're only seeing the, this you know mentorship relationship between them and so if you you know in, in the original scenes where like oh they were competing in the same events to the final scene the finale where they're they're doing a doubles you know pairing uh dancing very beautifully it makes me feel like we're just you know we are the public viewing you know these people who have this internal life that is mostly hidden to us and and it suggests a broader story now i didn't like the the you know parts of it that uh felt undone but i there there was a realness to these characters that i felt that i don't think came across for you that is definitely true and you know to your credit like i i I value the ability to leave details in the gutter. Uh, I think it maybe it was just a bad directional choice because it's not as though they didn't have the time to do it. This is 12 episodes. There's plenty of time. Mm-hmm. But we waste a lot of time on relatively unimpressive <laughs> characters. And I think that this could have been a much stronger story if we dropped everything about JJ and the girl, the guy who wants to date his sister. Yeah, I, I think you would probably be happier on it if, you know, if you didn't have to do it for the show and you could have watched it sort of more naturally or with somebody else. Or if, you know, you watched the sub or if you watched it right when it came out when the hype was big. I think I think those have an effect on enjoyment um, where, like, you know, movies that seem really big and cool and important at the time in the grand scheme kind of don't. Like, I don't think people really talk about Yuri on Ice anymore. No, no, they don't. It it kind of went away like um, Inception almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, 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 it's just it's 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 rare that a show has such obvious holes in it. Yeah. That I'm trying not to focus on. You're, you're trying to wonder. You're you're wondering how so many people saw this same thing that you did and ignored all of the many problems you can't ignore to highlight a thing that you didn't think was that spotless to begin with. Yes, that is a good <laughs> encapsulation of my feelings on it. I'm, I'm struggling to see what made this a smash hit at the time, what the broad appeal is that I'm missing. Uh, and my only thought is that it's the yaoi energy. Yeah, it... It's just that it's not complex, right? This this show, it, I think it is uh, very engaging to people without perhaps the breadth of anime experience we have. And that felt like the dumbest thing I've ever said. No, but- it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean you're, you're not wrong. That's, But, you know, it it's... It's not an over. It's like a Hallmark movie, right? It's like it's the same plot as the Hallmark movie they tried to make, where it's candy, it goes down smooth, it's a feel good story for the holidays, and then you let it go. And and if it was coming to me on those terms, maybe I could, I could glom onto it. Better. But it was built up as this big important thing. That is true. It also veers away from the Hallmark movie paradigm of these are the main character this is the main family that we're interested in now let's have 20 minutes of one of the kids getting into shenanigans in a theme park and then they're never going to be talked about again yeah the kid is jj i i'm the king jj (laughs) (laughs) don't you want to be and and here's the thing 
I like him. <laughs> yeah, I like the it. way he, he's fun. He doesn't belong here, though. He, the he, way has he does no- the thumbs up so that there's two J's. He has nothing to do in Yuri on Ice. There's nothing right. for him to say. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I will say in the finale, he takes sixth, or or I think he, you know, he he chokes. He feels bad, and so we kind of see, you know, Yuri ascending, other stars descending. But again, he's not the foil for Yuri. We have two already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I I think I'm just more familiar with I I'm I'm too used to more complete sports anime rivalry arcs. Mhm. So one that kind of did it half-assed just is very meh to me. Yeah. Uh, do, uh, do, I'll, do, I'll grant you that some of my bias is in that it was built up to be a, a kind of a huge thing, and it seems really middling to me. Yeah. But um, I also don't think that any problems that I have with it are untrue. Right. <laughs> like, I, I think that the holes are still there. So, yeah, I'll, 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 eat, I'll eat some crow on that one. Uh, Will grain you eat of salt. some pork cutlet bowl? What do, you, what do you what do you I, think of the use of right. pork cutlet bowls in this show? I have to admit that like the Yuri P grandfather making him pork cutlet pierogi is <laughs> is very cute. Um, if they focused purely purely on the rivalry, if Yuri P and his entire story took the Hajime no Ippo really ruined bad sports anime for me. <laughs> Because I think about Ippo and Sendo, and their rivalry is great, like, heralded perfectly. Mm-hmm. Sendo's got his own story, uh, and it, like, re- reaches a culmination in the ring. And this is just a different ring, Zane. Yeah, it, well, it's a rink. It's different. Oh, fuck, you're right. Oh, never mind. Nope, there are no problems in this show. <laughs> Show's I, great. I, I, I do think it was another uh, interesting point where, like, Yuri, when he's dancing... He's so immature that he can't have a he can't conceive of a romantic relationship and so he's trying to interpret the story of Eros as you know this guy you know loves this woman and you know it's this very uh, lurid affair and he's just like I can't be the guy but I am kind of the pork cutlet bowl like I feel that romantic relationship toward these delicious this delicious food I love yeah and I'm like Buddy, I kind of get that. I, I understand good, that, good that sports yeah. people have these uh, uh, superstitions that they are just connected with and can't ignore. <laughs> yeah, I, I I thought that that was, uh, I thought that that was relatable. I thought that the whole grandfather thing that Yuri P was going through was also relatable. Mm-hmm. Lasts for all of an episode. It's it's really yeah. not a through line. It's 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 a cute quirk of characters that never express themselves in that way ever again. It's yeah. just. Like I, I, I wanted this to be more of a, uh, more of a Hinata uh, Kageyama rivalry. We're both different, but we're try- and we're trying to get better in different ways. These are our hmm. strengths. These are our weaknesses. I, I think that's kind of what I wanted from Yuri P. And he's got enough of a backstory to where it, it, they could have fleshed it out, and it, it seems like mm-hmm. it was just a choice. Not to pay attention to the rivalry, to instead put all of their budget and focus toward these dance sequences, which granted are very good, uh, and also explore the romance between him and Victor, 
Um, but it's at kind of the sacrifice of every other element of this show that would appeal to me. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I think um, they, they could have told a more compelling story cutting out a lot of the intermediate um, in- intermediate da- uh, competitions and yeah. you know have a bit more on these side characters so that when we go into the final, they can all have kind of intersecting dramatic arcs. Um, right. That I think would have been more compelling and less of like, we know Yuri's going to do tr- pretty well in this. And, you, <laughs> and they try to do the payoff for that without the buildup. Mm-hmm. Like JJ's, if you can call it an arc, you know, is, is all about, I'm a, I'm too confident. Wait, no, I'm not confident. Okay. I'm confident again. Yeah. Like, it's they not want, like I haven't done this many f- times before. <laughs> that's not the problem. The problem is that they don't do the articulation of the points before it. They mm-hmm. kind of give it all to us at the last episode and it seems as though the show expects me to resonate with it's that. It's unearned, impactfully. yeah. Yes. You know what it's like? It's like American Idol. It's like those reality shows where they introduce a person that we've never seen before, and they do a, like a heartwarming backstory, and then they sing, and then we never have to think of them again. It's like the first round of an American Idol. Because mm. by the third round, you know all of them. You kind of know their story. They yeah. can have a compelling arc. But yeah. we're learning about all of them in the finale, more or less. <laughs> all the ones that matter, yeah. I mean, that is how it feels, right? Like, it, mm-hmm. they just there isn't a lot of attention f- focusing on any of the supporting cast. And the main cast is kind of boring to me. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I, I'm just repeating myself now. Yep. Um, the, uh, you're this show nice, didn't have of, nothing for me, but yeah, it's definitely not bit of a disappointment. Not very good in my opinion. It's it's pretty disappointing. Mm-hmm. But at least we I, learned I see a lot why about people skating. would like it. What's that? At least we learned a lot about skating. I didn't learn anything about skating. I I saw skating that looked cool. I saw good animation. Like I, all the technical aspects of this show, I think, are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Even. Even the chibi bullshit is used to good effect as a way to show us that he's immature at this stage. Yeah. And that it, this self-depiction de- of him is not accurate. Like, that's even... Even shit that I hate is used to good effect. Um, so none of the test technical aspects are a failure. And I, I'm wondering if maybe a person who doesn't have as broad an experience of anime gets more sucked into the technical aspect. Kind of like a person watching an action movie. Like, I just have a harder time getting through it on the merits of the action. Yeah, you're watching an old Jackie Chan film without subtitles. The plot doesn't really matter. The characters, the costumes. I'm here to watch Jackie Chan. Yeah, yeah, and I just have a hard time with that, I guess. Because they didn't have Jackie Chan in this. Don't They don't have Hawk Fu. (laughs) So yeah, Um, you're, you're, you're nice. A little disappointing. Yeah, do you feel like it was a little disappointing on the rewatch? I think even the first time I watched it, I was like, yeah, it's good. It's not, you know, this amazing thing everybody's been talking about. I I saw better things that year. I saw better things this year. So people were, like, it's not just a phantom of my broken memory that this blew up huge at the time. No, this was was big. This swept the anime awards. That's what it, yeah, that's what it seemed like at the time. I'm just, I'm surprised. Over JoJo Part 4 going yeah uh magnum opus um as 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 a person who hasn't seen this before coming to it expecting a lot i guess was 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 kind of damning it is somewhat gratifying that you 
I, I have a you know I have <laughs> you, a second I have a second opinion I can trust yeah. that is more than just my own uh, when you my own biases I'm when you to this. look at it compared to all the other anime in a given year really good when you compare it to the top tier anime everybody always talks about when they talk about popular anime it's fine yeah I mean like. There's a show every couple of years where, like, that is the first anime that an entire generation is seeing, right? Sure. You know, it. it uh, Adventure Time was big for a particular set of uh, teens, mm-hmm. you know? A um, couple years go by, Steven Universe fills the same spot. A couple more years go by, Gravity Falls. Uh, I think I have the time frames wrong, but you get my point. Like, it's just, yeah. when... When is your audience first looking? They're going to find something in that year, and therefore that'll be their first quote-unquote big anime. Hmm. And I can see why this happened that way. It is beautiful looking. Uh, but I'm very happy that it apparently did not receive more accolades than on a yearly basis. Because it, was I don't a fla- think it, it was a flash in the pan. It was Oscar bait. Yeah, I don't think it deserves any more consideration than what it was given in that year. Or that we've given it today. Yeah. No no problem with anyone who likes it. Like, I don't have any, like, ire toward them. I just, it, it's hitting, it's it's working on a set of principles that I don't care about. But also, if you're really, really into this show, perhaps, like, look up what grooming is and how it works. Watch To Catch a Predator. Just kind of familiarize yourself for your own sake. I, I during, while I was watching this, I got, like, three <laughs> episodes in and I had to text you. <laughs> I like text. I texted you. This is the most predatory behavior I've ever seen, or something. And you're like, I don't even know who you're talking. About. Like, I'm not wrong, right? <laughs> am I? Am I just seeing sex wrong crimes in... where there aren't any? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to speak about you. Um, <laughs> you're not wrong in real life. You're wrong in anime. Yeah, yeah in you're, anime you're works on a unwrong. different set of principles. But anyway, anyway. Cool. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, so, uh, what are we watching next time, Zane? Well, Ben, we're going to watch uh, Cinderella 3. Um, surprisingly good. A little bit of a palate cleanser. Get some time travel elements in there. Yeah, that 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 should be a thing. <laughs> At least you don't have any expectations, right? Like I have no expectations. Nobody is going around saying, this is the best movie of whatever year it came out in. I don't. I, like, I, I don't want you to overstate that I had the expectations going into Yuri on Ice because I think that my argument is pretty solid that it's kind of a weak show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do not have those expectations. I have no biases. Any kind of grooming that happens in Cinderella Three is going to go totally under my radar for sure. Well, what are your expectations for the show after that? Let's look at something that I watched in theaters way back when. Uh, let's 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 watch. Eight Crazy Nights, <laughs> the Adam Sandler movie, yeah, which tells gonna... you everything that you need to know about an animated Adam Sandler. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hit a few holiday movies. Just get them all out of the way. You know when I um, you know when I fir- when we first started the podcast, I was like, I should check out the Christmas episode of every show that we watch because most of them have it. But mm-hmm. when you get a Hanukkah episode and Adam Sandler's there talking about putting on your yarmulke or whatever oh, he does we got to do the rugrats hanukkah Ooh. special the rugrats have quite a few specials yeah but like the the hanukkah one is <laughs> with the maca babies? dynamite with the maca babies with that insane uh 
Jewish dancing contraption in the in the basement <laughs> that explodes. That's right. Ah, uh, God, Zane, I love unfit fathers in in comedies. I know. Well, you're gonna love Adam Sandler then. <laughs> oh, good. Well, hey, man. Um, yeah. So we're gonna watch those two next: Cinderella three and uh, Adam Sandler the animated movie or Hanukkah. <laughs> Um, if you have anything to say about either of those, you can go to our Facebook page and leave a comment. You can go to our website at fancybat.com slash cartoncast. You can go to our contact page there and leave a comment about either one of those things or suggest a different show for us to watch at some point. You can go to Apple Podcasts uh, to give us a rating or review, which we would really appreciate. And more than anything else, please tell your friends about the show. Or you can catch us this time next year in Barcelona. It's going to be a hell of a match. It's actually Barcelona. It's going to be a hell of a match pronouncing that. <laughs> I actually think that's like the Peruvian pronunciation because they do the C's as like a TH. Yeah, I, you're asking me about anything in Spain and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not following. You didn't watch that episode of Urianos where they had that one Spanish guy? I chose to disregard Just a, Who was ejaculating all, all over the rink <laughs> as like sort of a spin art thing. Yeah, as I recall, the judges were not fans, but you know... <laughs> <laughs> did you remember that the um the place they go after they skate to like get videotaped hearing what their score is is called the kiss and cry i did not know that no that's a true thing and they, they bring it up and talk about it as if we should know what it is but they never explain it yeah there, there might have been some localization issues for this one <laughs> hard to say 